Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast, coming to you live via YouTube on this wonderful, beautiful Daylight Savings Time Sunday night. We are streaming on the Fins Talk Sports Network. You can find us on YouTube, Fins Talk Sports Network. We have a wonderful, amazing, one of my favorite people on this um, in this space, Justin Barley. Um, I've known you for a while. He is a writer, contributor at the um, Horseshoe Heroes, horseshoeheroes.com. I did not know that until I looked it up. And Justin, you're doing some phenomenal work over there. I read your article about the quarterbacks. How are you doing, man? Good, good. I'm I'm excited to actually talk about sports again. Uh, It's been a while since I've actually talked about sports like on air, uh, just writing about it and mostly just the Colts. So it's, it's fun to talk about fantasy because I'm, I'm ready to get back into fantasy already. Yes. Yes. And we're in a fantasy league together. I think uh, last year we decided to do a startup and you just destroyed everybody like destroyed. Um, Well, that that's because of you actually, because you (laughs) traded me your first overall, uh, your first round pick. uh, So I was able to get Josh Allen. Wait, was that me? I don't think it was me. I think it was Adam. That was you. Oh, yeah. I got, I got you. Your trade got me Mahomes. I already had Josh Allen in the super flex. So, oh, we look. Um, I love it. I love that for you. But I'm built for the future. I'm gonna win later. I'll let you have the first one. First season. It's all yours, dude. I'm free of charge. Um, (laughs) Speaking of free of charge, this podcast comes to you free of charge for my podcast listeners. The best way to support this podcast. Subscribe and hit that five-star review on iTunes. If you're going over to YouTube, please, I suggest you do that. I'm going to link that down in our description box. Give us a like over there and subscribe. We're at 775 subscribers on the Finstalk Network. We're trying to hit 1,000. Every week I'm here, we go up and up and up. 1,000 should be cake, done and done before the NFL draft. So um, before we get into our topic, NFL uh, free agency, we have some running backs to cover, some tight ends. I have some trivia for you. I always have trivia up front. Oh, good. Oh, um, we have Anthony. He wants to know, um, Justin, you're not a Cowboys fan, are you? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> And he has oh. a question about Jalen Ramsey. We're going to get that a little bit later, um, Anthony, because we're going to mainly speak about fantasy and the offense, but we'll talk about Jalen Ramsey a little bit later. Um, but let's jump into the, the trivia. Last year, Justin, I'm going to put you on the spot. There are four workhorse running backs in your division, the AFC South. How did they finish last year? From rank them one, two, three, four. Like who was the first best running back in fantasy? Second, third, fourth. Can you do that for me? Ooh, okay, so Jonathan Taylor didn't play all year. Derrick Henry did. I'm gonna say Derrick Henry was one. That's a ding. All right, you're one for one. This one's gonna be the toughest one. Mm. Um, I I want to say Etn was number two, but it. ETN was number two. He was 17th um, okay. overall. He finished with 205.1. So I'm sure you can J- guess the third. JT and then Pierce. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Damian Pierce was 166.4. Jonathan Taylor, 146.4. missed a lot of games this year. So, that, that I mean, that makes sense. It does make sense. And it's crushed his ADP this year already in yeah, redrafts. Because he was ADP one or two. So that, that's tough. Yeah, they're already doing um startup drafts and all this ADP. He like he's not even he's late first round. Like he's one oh eight, one oh nine, one ten. I'll take it. I mean I, I would I would take it in there. That's low enough, I think. Um I, I feel like you could still get him in the second round though. No, no. So far currently no, dude, because so far currently you gotta think about it. You got your top receivers, Chase, Jefferson, uh Diggs will go up there, Cup will go up there, then you got Kelsey will go. So that's five. Then you're going to have to, the running backs, probably Taylor, CMC, Eckler. So that's eight. So th- there's room to wiggle for Jonathan Taylor to stay in the top 12 this year. If in a standard league. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I see like late, late first round, depending on how many people you have. So that was my next question. Like how much confidence do you have going in with Jonathan Taylor, with this new offense, with a new quarterback? Again, <laughs> maybe a rookie possibly not looking good. Uh, I don't like it for him. I really don't. Um, I I got on you a lot last year about how before the season started, I was like Jonathan Taylor's obvious the obviously number one. He's the best running back in the league. I think I actually said that two years ago. Mm-hmm. He ended up being the, uh, the best running back in the league that year. And then last year happens. He you know projected one or two. A lot of people took him at one. Disappointing season. High ankle sprain. The Colts season was not great. And I don't expect it to be great this year. I mean, the Colts fantasy options aren't gonna be great this year in my opinion 
with the trade with the Panthers going up to the one spot, that really eliminates Stroud or Young because uh, you're going to see them go one, two, I bet. I that that leaves you know Anthony Richardson probably at four if he's there still, and then even then he's going to be a you know they're going to they're not going to play him right away they're not going to get right into that offense it's going to take him a little bit of time to get going so I I a bridge quarterback with Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman like I I don't see any value out of any of the Colts players this year maybe you can get MPJ for a flex position late in the draft but. I, I, I'm not confident about owning or rostering any Colts players this year. Thank you um, for for finally coming to my side. No, I've been a Jonathan hater, Jonathan Taylor hater for not a I, hater. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't trust the Colts to roster him on my teams. I'm just not into running backs that are touchdown dependent. I know Henry is like that in some ways. Jonathan Taylor in my mind is like that. I want that's why last year I was banging the table for CMC 101 and it worked out. Um, finally, I got something right. So CMC I think still is a top running back in the league. I believe um, we have a question in the chat. Um, where is Jalen Waddle ranked in terms of pre-draft rankings for dynasty leagues? Josh and Justin. Redraft. So right now, think about it. Right now, JJ's one, Jefferson one, Chase two. You can flip flop them either way. I don't care. I don't care how you look at them. And then you have really have to take a look. Like, are you going to go for an aging Diggs, an aging Tyreek, and you know, an aging Devonte Adams? He's still very useful. I put Waddle in the top twelve for dynasty receivers. I do. I'm curious where you think. Receivers, yes. I mean, right now he's not even the best wide receiver on his team, so I can't put him in the top five. No. Definitely, I I would say top twelve, maybe top. You can make an argument for top ten, but I think twelve is more in that line. the The good thing about him is they did extend Tua. They did pick up that option, so therefore he's really good with Tua. Him and whenever Tua was out, that's when Waddle started to struggle. So I think that's really important for Waddle in this offense. And we're seeing a lot of teams. Think yeah, about this. He's, he's another target on that team. That's the thing. So you got Hill or Waddle. You can't guard them both down the field. No. So And there's a lot of secondary receivers in the top 12 in Dynasty in my eyes. Devontae Smith, I believe, is top 12. I think T. Higgins belongs in that conversation. So, And those are all secondary players on our team. So it, it can happen in this day of NFL. Could definitely yeah, happen. It, it, it certainly can. All Especially right. like strong lineup like that. So yeah. So let's get into some breaking news that happened since the last time I spoke to you. We had a huge, massive trade, the biggest trade of all time. Um, I believe the Bears just they got everything. They got they got everything from Carolina. They they possibly could. They got DJ Moore, the first, um, the ninth pick overall, the sixty first pick overall, a twenty twenty fourth first, and a twenty twenty five second for just the one hundred one. Was it worth it? What did you give up? everything what's the point your team's gonna have nothing so i like that move um the, uh, the bears needed a wide receiver and why waste one early in the first round uh you go out get dj Moore right away uh dj Moore's, you know been productive in carolina with absolutely nobody thrown to him so now you actually pair him up with justin fields you still have chase claypool i don't know how he's actually going to turn out and uh darnell mooney still so it's a good move. I mean, you're, you're moving back. Uh, you you weren't going to take a quarterback anyway. So now you're looking at what I think on probably what the third best edge rusher in the in the game, or maybe an offensive tackle. You probably need the offensive line help more than the defensive help. Uh, even though Justin Fields can make his own plays, but I personally like the move, especially since the Panthers only get one pick out of that. Well, I love the move for Chicago. I hate the move for Carolina. They yeah. have too, way too many holes to be making a move like this. Yeah, they do. But um, they do. The, look, look at DJ Moore. His whole career, he's played with trash. Um, unfortunately, in my opinion, I know the fantasy community is like all over me on this, but Justin Fields is not an upgrade from where he was at. He's just not. Not for the throwing. He threw the ball, what, 18 times a game last season? That's yeah, not many. That's not many. Now people are like, well, yeah, you didn't I, have anyone. What's up? I mean, still a good fantasy option, though. No, 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 no. Like, I'm okay with Justin Fields as a fantasy football player, but I'm just worried. Like, Lamar. 
we're always worried about yeah. his receiver one or whatever. It's the same yeah. situation in, in in Chicago, I believe. DJ Moore is destined to be average. Yeah, I I don't know because look at the wide receivers that were at Ohio State with Justin Fields. Also, they ended up being really good. He just he needs talent around him. He has zero talent around him. So maybe adding DJ Moore, adding somebody in the draft this year. They they have a chance to win this division this year without Aaron Rodgers, which I don't know if that's a sorry for your loss or not because he's probably going to the division with your your Dolphins. It, do you trust Kirk Cousins to really own the division? I mean, they kind of did last year, but do you want me to call Dave up? Do you want me to call Dave back? <laughs> no, sure, go ahead. And then the Lions are, I mean, the Lions are the Lions, so. The Chicago has a real chance at being at least the number two division, uh, number two team in that division. This yeah, year. this division is going to turn itself upside down. I think the Bears are going to be very good, or not very good, but competitive in Detroit. I think I, get over five hundred. <laughs> Nine and eight. The NFC is so bad because look at the NFC South as well. They're just so bad. Like, I, I, if I'm a quarterback, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, don't trade me to the Jets. I, I have no chance. I'm the, I'm already the eighth best quarterback in the AFC. Keep me in the NFC. Yeah, yeah for real. Like I, I don't even know why he's even like Tim. I mean, you you want to be you want to try so hard not to be Brett Favre, but you're doing the Brett Favre move by going to the New York Jets. Yes, yes. The only difference is I believe Rodgers is better now than Favre was when he moved on, and I believe yeah. the Jets are better suited to win now than they were when Brett Favre went over there. Brett Favre was what eight and eight. With the Jets, I think. Not I think under that year. So, as long as he, you know, keeps pictures in his phone and doesn't send it to staff members, I mean, then we can stop the comparisons of him and Brett Favre. I definitely agree. Um, other news that impacts fantasy: Javante Williams may miss more time than we thought. Per sources, Matthew Barry said that he had a conversation with somebody at the scouting combine that the Broncos are not really sure about the timeline, and he may miss half the season or the entire season with that injury. I hate this for me. <laughs> I hate this for me too. <laughs> I hate this so much. I hate uh, everything about I, this. I I don't know if I roster on a fantasy <laughs> or in a dynasty league. I know I definitely did in redraft, but I don't think he is on any of my. I had. Really, I don't hate this for me then. I had Javante over Najee in that rookie uh, that rookie draft uh, that year, and I have Javante almost everywhere and. Even last year on teams I couldn't contend, I traded for Javante when the injury happened, and I'm not liking this at all. I'm I'm in full sell mode. I'm in abort, abort, abort. Hopefully nobody knows this news yet. Hopefully nobody read this news. That's what I'm trying to. I've been trying to trade Javante nonstop, 24 seven today. Woke up. Who wants Javante? Anybody listening to this right now now knows to sell him. So hopefully they're not in the same league as you. Well, hopefully they don't believe the um, reports. I know that I'm working on a deal currently right now that would send me Jordan Love in 1.11 for Javante Williams in 2.11. We're in negotiations right now. It's a super flex. So hopefully this gets done. Mm. All right, next move. Next news of Adam Thielen has been released by the Minnesota Vikings. I don't care. He's been dead for a while. Yeah. I mean, it was he, even, he wasn't relevant the last... Last year, he wasn't relevant. He hasn't been relevant for a full season in about four years. He's had stretches where he's had eight great games, but he gets hurt or he gets phased out of the offense. I believe they're going to try to go after Jacoby Myers or somebody in the off- uh, somebody out there we spoke about on our last show. So go back and listen to that. We talked about Jacoby Myers will be a perfect fit in Minnesota, I believe. But um, Adam Thielen, his future's kind of murky. I could see him, I could see him somewhere like – who needs a great slot receiver, a sure-handed guy? Who On a Super Bowl contender. Because you know he's going to want to go to a contender. Miami? Miami needs a third option. I'm sorry. Kasaki's gone. Um, Cedric Wilson is nobody. Literally nobody. Car crap. Like these other Sheffield, these guys are trash. The Dolphins need a third option. And if he's cheap and he can get in the first downs and, 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 and you know get open and get some space, he might be cheap enough to fill a void. Buffalo, stop it with that! Stop it. Buffalo, I'm tired of Buffalo. I mean, I mean Buffalo. They they got Cole. They'll just call Cole Beasley. Hey Cole, what you doing? We need you to catch like three balls for like thirty yards. Can you come over? Can you come? Can you come to the mafia? 
Weasley out of the league. <laughs> I'm so tired of Cole Weasley. You're just, yeah, sure. Um, we got another question in the chat. In terms of point production for rookie tight ends, what do you guys predict being the top of the class for touchdowns and yards? Are you talking about for rookies? I mean, it's got to be. You know, it honestly depends on, you know, draft value. If if Trey McBride wasn't drafted by the Cardinals where they already had Zach Ertz, Trey McBride would have been a good asset for fantasy. Um, it honestly depends yeah. on where they're going. Yeah, you really have to look at where they are going. Uh, because we we could we could say that, you know, the best tight end is gonna, you know, be the best one here and then go back and look at what team they go to. Do they go to the Chiefs where they already have Travis Kelsey? And they're trying to find a future replacement. I, you, know, you you really don't know until they get drafted. And on top of that, rookie tight ends never never pan out. I mean, there's no. Kyle Pitts. He had a good season. His rookie season, not a lot of touchdowns. Jeremy Shockey had one. But other than that, I stay away from these guys. These guys are stash, and you know, I, hopefully they can be usable next year. Daniel Bellinger put up a couple good games last season with the Giants, but he wasn't usable. He was a streamer. These rookie tight ends are straight up streamers all of them you're not gonna i mean use them. for real the only ones you're really going to look at are darnell washington and sam laporta and again that's really going to be dependent on what team do they go to they both looked really good at the combine for what that's worth i did get to see them there but i, I don't like any of the tight ends in this draft to be honest yeah i i i there's a lot of tight ends going in the first second round in rookie leagues you know mayor washington i stay away I'll find the guy. I play the game of tight ends where I get Kelsey or I get Moali Cox. I'm not in the middle. I either want the touchdown dependent guy or the guy who's solid. That's the way I play fantasy because I'd rather get assets anywhere else. Somebody's going to want Moali Cox because the Colts sure doesn't. Don't. Yeah, he's on. They're they're stopping him right now. So, yeah, I know. All right, let's move on to the top free agent running backs in this class. Um, Not a lot of. Well, there's some good ones. I think there's two great ones. Two great ones, one average one, and the rest stay away. Um, Darnell Washington to the Cowboys are losing Dalton Schultz. Yeah, but you never know, man, Anthony, in the chat, because the dra- look, there's been many times, oh, Dolphins are getting Javante Williams. Dolphins are doing this. It never happens. These teams, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to tight ends later, Anthony. We're, we're going to do running backs first. Teams needing a running back in my position, in my opinion. Miami, Houston, New Orleans, Carolina. Philadelphia, Chicago, Arizona, Rams, Baltimore. Did I miss anyone? Does Baltimore actually need a running back? I think they do. I don't. Uh, J.K. I mean, JK do Dobbins. Talk, and who Dobbins? Else? Yeah. Uh, God. Gus Edwards. It, it, their, their entire like running back core just got decimated over the last like five years, it seems like. So they haven't had a, a true one since what? Jamal Lewis at this point. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's been a while since Baltimore's had a running back not named Lamar Jackson. So I, I yeah, I don't trust J.K. Dobbins at all. No. So, I mean, he's a good asset. I just traded him. You can get a lot for him in Dynasty right now because people do believe, but I don't think he's that bell cow number one guy. Uh, what's yeah. up, Josh? So the number one f- free agent target, on my opinion, Miles Sanders. He had a career high twelve hundred sixty nine yards, eleven touchdowns. Those are both career highs. What do you think about Miles Sanders? What's his best fit? Where do you want to see him? I honestly, I mean, why not go back to the Eagles at this point? Like run it back, try to get to the Super Bowl. If you have to not go to Philadelphia, maybe pair him up with a rookie quarterback in Carolina. Man, see, I see Miles Sanders as someone who wants to compete, compete right now. when um getting <laughs> Since you were just in the Super Bowl, you want to get back to the Super Bowl. So out of that list, I guess you're looking at Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Miles Sanders is going to do well with a running quarterback. This was like his career high in attempts as well. He needs that big workload. Um, Previously, he didn't have that. And I really, really think he needs to go into a situation where he is a top dog, not second fiddle. I think anywhere... The Rams, um, Arizona, those are all just loser situations. You don't want to go there. Every every team on that list, minus Baltimore, depending on what happens with Lamar Jackson, is a loser team. <laughs> whoa, Except, whoa. Not Miami. Whoa. Maybe not Miami. But, I mean, for real, 
I would not want to go to the rest of those teams at this point. I mean, running backs just want to get paid. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Chicago's got the most money. They need a running back. Um, there's a guy on this list that we're going to talk about next, David Montgomery, who's a free agent. I think he's the best one out there. I know that me and you've had conversation about Montgomery forever. Um, I love Montgomery. Uh, he's steady Eddie. He's had a trash O-line his entire career. He's always been like a top 15 running back, and he's just gone. Yeah, but where do all of his points come from? All of his points come from being awesome. Late in the season against trash-ass teams. Hey, I mean, hey, I guess hey. that's, that's where you want him to do good, I guess, especially in fantasy. So, I mean, I guess that's fine. But I, I don't. I don't go for David Montgomery at all. I, but why okay. though? Why? Just I don't know. I feel I, I I guess I have a personal slight. I I I feel like they had a running back. They were like, nah. They had another running back. They were like, nah. And then they had David Montgomery. They're they're gonna pass on him at this point. But but why is Chicago continuing to go through these different running backs? And then after they leave Chicago, what do they do? Like Jordan Howard. What is Jordan Howard doing right now? He won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, didn't he? I think he had a pretty good career in Philadelphia for a running back. Like, not all running backs yeah. are elite. He hardly played, though, did he? He was good one year. He was definitely good one year. Chill out on David. Hey, stop with the Montgomery hate. He doesn't miss games. If anything, he misses about one or two, and he's giving you about 60 yards a game and a touchdown. That's what you he want from a hard games. He he missed several games, and then the, the the backup running back ran for like he had like thirty four points every game. Montgomery <laughs> was out. Herbert Khalil Herbert is. You would not know who Khalil Herbert was if David Montgomery was always in every game. Dude, Montgomery played like fifteen games a year. I I looked at his numbers. I think Montgomery is a solid running back two option. I think he'd be good in a banger, you know, offense. Me and Wingate were talking about this earlier on our show. Um. We th- really think Montgomery needs to be in a situation where they're up, where he can just grind, grind, grind. So where would that be? Where would that be? A perfect situation? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Why not? Philadelphia would be a perfect every, situation. Do what every Bears running back at this point does. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? I, I mean, at this point. You go from one city that hates you to the next city that hates you, so it's fine. I mean, if I was him, if I was Montgomery, I'd be sitting, I'd be looking at Miami going, wow, they have a really good offense. I'd, li- I'd want to be a part of that. How much money I do I um, the freezing cold every time of the year to sunny Miami. Yeah, I <laughs> I get it. I would do it too. Next, I don't know why Miami doesn't have more players go to Miami. Like I, it snowed in Indiana today, and I'm done with it. It was literally 72 days ago, dude. It's like 81 degrees outside. What are you talking about snowing? That's great. That's insane to me. <laughs> That's insane to me. Um, number the number three guy on my list is Cream Hunt. 28 years old. Hasn't been special since his rookie season. Hasn't eclipsed 1,000 yards. He doesn't get the opportunity. Understood. But every time he's in, he's not special. He was never – he was good that rookie season and the year after, but he wasn't good. Like, to me, a 28-year-old running back, where is he going to go to make an impact? I mean, his set of skills, he can pass block. He's good at the goal line. He can pass catch. I'm thinking this is a perfect situation for – I'm sorry to say it, Miami again. You, know, you want someone to protect Tua, you need someone to protect Tua, and you need someone to be a little bit younger than you know, Raheem Mostert and someone that can carry the tote, tote the ball. Mm, I mean, we can't pick Miami for every running back, though, can we? No, I'm not saying that. I said this is the best opportunity. Everyone, look, yeah. Miami's a top dog for everyone, I, I believe. But where else? New Orleans? I, I, to me... The top dog, the top spot that you want to be for a running back right now is in Philadelphia. They were just in the Super Bowl. They got Jalen Hurts. They've got two amazing wide receivers. They've got a coach that can coach the best offense in the league. I I, I feel like my top spot would be Philadelphia. If I'm Kareem Hunt, though, I'm not going to Philadelphia. Just, I don't know. I. I mean, I, I get the point of going to Miami because everybody there is young for sure. But the problem the problem with this is there's too many running backs and not enough teams to fill the void. Why would anyone pay a running back when you can go draft one um, for free? Literally for free. Right. And get them in all rounds. I mean, JT was a second-round pick. Yeah, and so was Javante Williams. Um, B. John Robinson, and people are talking about him going to Philadelphia. Uh, I don't – I think it'd be irresponsible. 
for them to take him so high. People are saying the Bears, too. I think that would be silly at number nine. At number nine, I'm sorry. If you're going to take Bijan and trade back down and get more picks. Now, I mean, he's he's probably the best player in the draft. So, uh, Do you think he really is the best player in but, the draft? But you should not take a running back in the top. 15 of the draft i don't i don't think drafting so. a running back in the first round of the actual nfl draft only goes to the top teams in the nfl i mean if you're really thinking about it you're not drafting a running back to change your entire organization and usually you have to be that pick if <laughs> you're in the bottom so nobody in the top 15 unless it's like you know the seahawks who have a pick at what five this year yeah, five or yeah, five. They've got Kenneth walker so that doesn't matter but you're not looking at a running back in the top 15 if you're competing, unless you're, you are actually competing for, you know, the playoffs, but he's yeah. he, late first round is fair for him. I think But we saw this last year with well, free agent running backs. A lot of them could didn't sign until after the draft because teams were waiting on who they can, you know, draft who they can acquire. We saw Melvin Gordon struggle with this. We saw a lot of players struggle with this. Um, I think it's going to be the same case for the Kareem Hunts of the world, the Rashad Pennies of the world, which in the Raheem Mosterts. Um, moving on to Jamal. Rashad, yeah. well, well, don't, don't spoil Jamal Williams. He's my he's my favorite one out of all of them. Oh God, okay. <laughs> Rashad, let's go to Rashad Penny. I wrote just hard pass, right? Hard, um, hard, hard pass. The hardest hard pass. The the hardest rock hard pass of all time. The guy has only had six top 12 fantasy performances out of 40 games. And those were all that one season, like last, not last year, but the year before that, where he just can't went on this four game, five game run. And everyone decided he was a top fucking 10 running back. And we told you, we told you, if, if you listen to the show, we told you do not do it. You will be tricked. Uh, last year, his game log was 8.7 points, 1.5, 7.9. Oh, 28.7 vindicated. Fantasy Twitter went nuts that week, and then five point four, and that was that was it. Gone. See you again. See you next year, Penny. Don't do it. Well, Penny never really had an RB one opportunity. He was always behind Chris Carson, who uh, was also hurt all the time. And then Rashad Penny came in and was just also, I feel like, hurt as well. Yes. So it's now they got Kenneth Walker. So who cares? Yeah, in the same situation over here with Raheem Mostert, turning 31, made a lot of money off that one playoff stretch, man. He made so much money off that one stretch, right? Come on. Solid, can't stay healthy. He's not someone I want on my team. I know a lot of people on this network think he's a good running back. He is. He's fine. But why would you pass up on a David Montgomery or even a Kareem Hunt yeah. or for someone like a Raheem Mostert? He's, he's no upside, zero upside. So I could see Raheem Mostert going to Indianapolis because who does Indy have behind Jonathan Taylor other than Zach Moss? <laughs> I Nobody. And Raheem Oster is from Purdue, right? Is he the Purdue one or is he the IU one? He's one of the Indiana colleges. I'm, I'm bad. I don't know the, the Indiana colleges at all. But, uh, I mean, he went to college in Indiana, come back. He's 31 years old. Players go back home, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like he, he could be a an option in Indianapolis, but it's not going to be, you know, day one, two, or three. This is going to be like a day six Chris Ballard move to go to Indy. I think that fit. I think that's a good fit right behind Jonathan Taylor. He can change the pace. You don't have to be RB1. You can be RB2. You can be, even be RB3. Like, yes. change of, complete change of pace. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, I, I feel like he could fit in Indy. When you're 31, though, but, hey, I was going to say, when you're 31, you really want to go to a team that has zero chance, but there might not be a lot of uh, teams, a lot of suitors out there for a 31-year-old aging running back who's going to pay him top, money. Not yet, not a top team. So you're, you're kind of taking what you got at this point. Yep. And probably the most controversial running back on this entire list, Jamal Williams, had a career-high 17 touchdowns, career-high 1,066 uh, rushing yards. I love Jamal Williams. If you, I love him, but I hate him. I want to like, say I, this right now. I want to say this right now because if you listen to the show around week three of last year, Josh Kimmel was laughed at when I said, Jamal Williams is the RB1 in this offense. Cut DeAndre Swift or trade him. I fucking took so much heat for that. I said, this coach, Dan Campbell, a lot of people love him. He's so dumb. He thinks that Jamal Williams gives him the best shot to win, and he's just going to run Jamal Williams into the ground. 
and he's too dumb to utilize DeAndre Swift. Sorry, Lions fans. I'm not a Dan Campbell fan at all. I think he's got rocks in his head. Um, but I don't think anywhere will be good for Jamal Williams but Detroit. Like, but Detroit. That's it. That's Because nobody's that dumb to play him as much. I He didn't make a break anywhere before Detroit, I feel like. So I get it. MCDC is one... I don't know how he makes what he has work because he got Jared Goff to work. He got Jamal Williams to work and I hate to love him. And I love to hate him. Like I have, I have Swift on, uh, on a redraft league that is keeper. And I always keep Deandre Swift. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a name thing for me though on that team because my, I have, Swift and Taylor, so my team's name is Taylor Swift, um, and I just keep them every year. But damn, is it like wow. unlimited draft? Like you could just keep them whenever, no, no penalty. Yeah, this this league has been going on for like twelve years, and That's there's crazy. like no rule. So we have three keepers every year in that league, and I always just keep like smart. So it's it's basically a dynasty league that you don't keep your whole team. Okay, the, so. By the time you actually get to draft your first pick in the draft, it's already like the fourth round. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that Jamal Williams won that uh, starting job when on Hard Knocks whenever he was screaming, we're, we're not losers. We're not doing this no more. You know, like I feel like that was the turning point. Dan Campbell's like, this guy gets it. We're just going to scream that we're not losers. and we're just He, he has a big fan, like a fandom though. No, I love him. Anybody that doesn't like watch sports but they like anime or something, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm a Lions fan. Now. Fuck yeah. yeah. If you saw him on TikTok, like the dude is crazy. <laughs> he's awesome. He's got a huge fan club. As far as where he fits in, I don't know. Go go to Chicago. No, like, no, 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 no. Not no. Chicago? Detroit. Go back. Play? Go back to Detroit. Okay, that's fair. Go back to where you get used the most because, I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, I, I remember trading for him in many, many redraft, many. Um, uh, dynasty leagues because I'm like uh, this guy's going to I'm like look guys he's getting 17 carries a game Swift is like on the bench healthy like guys like this guy sorry like Dan Campbell does not care how much you make or where your draft capital was if you buy into Dan Campbell's system you're gonna play and that's what happened and sometimes crazy coaches like that just want players and they just want players that'll play the way they want them to play it doesn't matter who you are what your name is how much money you make you just want a player Listen to this crazy stat. Uh, he had 21 career touchdowns going into last season. He had 17 last season. Like, that's insane. But he was behind Aaron Jones a lot in Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers likes to throw at the goal line a lot. Um, so that, that was – he's a great goal line back. Every time he was behind the in the goal line, I knew. I'm like, he scored. That's touchdown. But once you can't pitch it to Swift one time, you can't do a little screen to Swift. Like, it's so fresh, infuriating for Swift, Rost. He's very – I I traded for Swift in a league, which with and I encourage anyone watching this, anyone and listening, do this. It's so fun. Um, We did a conditional pick. I traded for Swift, and in the condition, if he's a top eight running back next season, I have to give up an extra second. But if he's not, I don't have to give up anything. Those are fun. Those little wrinkles you can add in your league. I really like those things. Um, So I'm hoping he's like. Top nine, like in the ninth, ninth place. I don't want to give up my second next year, but uh, hopefully he turns out pretty, pretty good. Conditional picks. Sir. That sounds actually kind of interesting. What yes. league is that, man? Uh, like, what it's in one top? of my it's in one of my um, leagues that's been going on forever. Dirtbag Dave's in it and everything. I don't think Jacob's in it, but um, well, that, like what platform though? That's oh, MFL. No, well, we just posted the message board. It's in it's on the message board, so everyone will see. So it's there for the end of the year. Gotcha. I wish can I you know what MFL my fantasy league you're the most elite platform of all time please add those in that'd be super cool I'm about to tweet sleeper that right now no sleeper won't add, do anything they add, trash. they add crap all the time what are you talking sleeper's about? the worst the worst of the worst platform actually ESPN's the worst sleeper's second ESPN's worst, the worst. <laughs> no, no 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 NFL is the worst I've never my, used that so I've never it's awful <laughs> NFL Yahoo they're the worst no ESPN, Yahoo's good mediocre I like sleeper over all of them but I've only played those four i think so i'm a big person on um getting rid of notifications i can't find your notification sleeper i have ten thousand of them and i go in there and i can't figure out where these notifications are so sleeper is by far the worst app 
This, this seems like a you problem. I, it is a me problem because I don't even know how to send a PDF correctly. <laughs> Do you think I know how to clear in, um, notifications? Come on, man. Come on. Um, all right. The weakest position um, of all fantasy. Actually, leagues are getting rid of tight ends. Like, there's leagues that just have no tight ends. I joined I mean, last year with yeah. no tight ends. Yeah, my home league is wanting to get rid of the tight end and have it like as part of their flex position. I'm like, I don't agree with that. They're, they're just mad that I have Travis Kelsey. That's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. I understand. So teams needing a tight end. These are the teams I believe: Miami, Cleveland, Houston, Dallas, Green Bay, Giants, Packers, Bengals. Now I see a lot of resignings happening. Like I believe Hayden Hurst will go back to Cincinnati. I will believe. You know, Robert Tanya might end up back in Green Bay, but let's discuss. I think the number one guy, Mike Gusecki, could be a weapon. Miami didn't know how to utilize him. He didn't want to block. Where could he go where he can be, you know, utilized as a pass-catching tight end? Cincinnati. I, if, I, they don't, if they don't get Hayden Hurst, I mean, they, they got a an elite wide receiver group. They need, enough, they need the tight end up the middle. They don't necessarily need the blocking tight end. Because Burrow can get that ball out really quickly down the field or in the short. Uh, Cincinnati makes a lot of sense for me. Other than that, mm. uh, yeah, Cincinnati well, makes the most yeah. sense. But Dallas, I, maybe. I mean, with their offensive line. But see, I'm thinking. I'm thinking outside the box. I didn't put these guys on my list. I don't think it's even possible. But why not? Why not go have fun and play in Kansas City? He likes to use this other gray guy. I hate that. And number 84, when you when he catches the ball, you think it's Kelsey, and you're like, yeah, and you're like, oh, it's fucking this guy, gray. The other tall white guy on the team. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. annoying. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there, but I would really like to see him in New York. That'd be fun. Give Daniel Jones another weapon. I feel like that guy could succeed. I know a lot of people hate him. Could succeed if you give him something. Why not? You, you, know, you have Daniel Bellinger out there. He did some work, but... If you put a more dynamic tight end out there, it'd be more fun. Daniel Jones likes to spread the ball out to the tight ends. No? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. This, this is such a boring position. I hate it, it. It really is. But these guys... Well, Mike, you, got, you got two kinds of tight ends. You got a blocking tight end or a receiving tight end. So it, it's... What does that team need? Does their offensive line suck and they need a blocking tight end? Or is their offensive line okay where... They don't need the tight end to block for them. So, yeah, I I would look for you know if he doesn't like to block at all, then <sighs> find a team that right has an okay offensive line. I just thought of something: New Orleans, Derek Carr. We like they just they just resigned Jawan Johnson though. Jawan Johnson, Jawan Johnson or Mike Gesicki? Who's been better their entire career? You tell me. I you- mean, Gesicki's had a longer career, so. And he's been better. He's been top. He's been a top five fantasy asset for a couple of years. Last year was the first year he really struggled because they didn't really use him or utilize him. But when they were before, before Mike McDaniel's came over, he was playing in the slot about eighty percent of the time and getting. The, he was good before Mike McDaniel. Yeah, and he was getting a huge target share. So put him somewhere where Derek Carr likes. We know he likes to find Darren Waller. He made Darren Waller. Darren oh, Waller. About Derek Carr. Okay, you're I mean. North- you're so annoyed. You're so like you wanted him so bad, didn't you? I did not. Absolutely what? not. No. Hard pass. Oh. Hard pass. I think he'd be good over there. I think in Indianapolis he would have been good. I, I think that would have been a good fit, but New Orleans is a better fit, in my opinion. It, for Derek it, Carr. It, Derek Carr is a harder pass than Rashad Penny for me right now. Wow. So you'd rather go with the unknown Will Levis. Is that his name? Will Levis? No, Will Levis. That, no. That's that's an Indianapolis Colt. It's also already, hard pass. <laughs> you should already buy your jersey. It's gonna happen. Done and done. I, I will go ahead and just remove this helmet if Will Levis is drafted this year. So. A lot of people think Dalton Schultz, and we had Anthony in the chat talk about it. Dalton Schultz over there. Um, you know, he he just left the Cowboys. People are thinking Miami's gonna grab him. I think that's a good fit. Obviously, actually, out. I mean, I know he's gonna be a free agent, but do you, you don't think he's gonna go back to Dallas? I mean, there's no. Rumor news stating that he's going to resign there. It does look like he is going to move on. And it looks like Miami's one of the top spots for that position. I would like to see him there. I'd like to see him in Cleveland. I like to see him in Cleveland because they've been and Joku's great and Joku's good, but they leave him in the block way too often. And I'd like to see him get out 
and have Schultz stay in there and be that safety net if they needed to. I think Deshaun Watson could use him. Deshaun Watson was using his tight ends really well before he got suspended. I know you're against Deshaun Watson. I totally get it. Um, we all do. But Just talking about Deshaun Watson and tight ends is... Fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Other than... Like, I, I truly believe somewhere in Cleveland would work. Houston would not work, I don't think. Could be a possibility. Maybe he wants to stay home if Dallas doesn't want to stay. Like, I don't know how far. I'm not a, a geography major. I don't know how far they are from each other. Yeah, I think it's, what, like an hour and a half, two hours? It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I mean, you can stay home. You know, you can just have a longer commute to work. No worries. Um, you made me think about this, so this is your Oh, oh, so what are you doing? Looking up some stats, looking up some teams, some teams where you can go? Oh, it's a three hours and three hour, 20 minute drive. Oh, that's a, from Tampa to Miami. Not bad. I mean, uh, Indy to Chicago. So, I mean, if Montgomery, no, no, Wait, I don't want Montgomery. Indy to Chicago? It's three and a half hours. That's yeah. it? Yeah. That's pretty good. We're, uh, that's not I mean, bad, actually. I've never been to Chicago. Is it nice? It's cold. Um, It's nice. Uh, I have in laws that live there. That's the only reason why this helmet gets. This helmet gets to make the the table. So. Oh yeah, yeah, nice table, nice table over there. What do you got? The the Colts, Bears. Who's the, who's the orange one? The Cincinnati. Wait, you like this? You like them? Since when do you like them? Uh, I've liked them just as long as I've liked the Colts. Actually, right. 20, 24 years now. So. So speaking of the Bengals, we're going to talk to Hayden Hurst. He really showed out last year. Like he did. He was really good. Um, all he needed was a chance. He was drafted by the Ravens. They just discredited him right away, tossed him away. He went to Atlanta, where I thought he was going to shine. They took pits. They decided to not use Hayden Hurst at all. Um, now Hayden Hurst finally got a shot in Cincinnati, showed what he can do. I really like this for him. He's going to make some money. I think he, him and Gasecki are the top two. I'd take him over Dalton Schultz. But I think he belongs back in Cincinnati. I think Hayden Hurst is a real opportunity to return to Cincinnati to continue. Uh, he did really well in that offense and didn't get overshadowed by the 4 million wide receivers that Joe Burrow on that offense to every day. And uh, so I, I, I think Hayden could end up back in Cincinnati. It'd be perfect for Joe Burrow too, because you don't want to keep players cycling players in and out. Um, you want to keep that, you know, they were talking about trading away T Higgins because of his contract and because I got to pay him. No, dude, your Super Bowl window is almost closed. It's not It's not almost. It's like right here. It was here. But you want to keep all continuity. Anyone that Joe Burrow is familiar with and that can win with him, as a Hayden Hurst and A.T. Higgins, keep get them back. Because this team is poised. They will win a Super Bowl eventually, I think. I think, I think they have a better chance than Buffalo. I yeah, want, since, yeah. I, I think they're a lot closer than Buffalo is at this point. It, I Yes. And I think yeah. they're a couple moves away from um, Kansas City. I really think they're just a couple moves away. Honestly, if 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 Cincinnati can figure out their corner, I think they're fine. I I, I do think they could make it back to the Super Bowl very easily. I think I think I mean they're literally an Eli Apple away from already <laughs> having a ring and being back in the Super Bowl last year. So I'm just worried about the running back situation. We didn't talk about um, Joe Mixon. There's a lot of rumors about him being cut yeah. or not being there. That'd be a big hit for them. I don't like that. I don't I don't want to hear about that. But um, as they're, a, they're having a little bit of problems on offense in general. Joe Mixon with the rumors of what he was doing, and then also Jamar Chase and his. Baby mama drama. I don't know if you read into any of that. I but not yet. There. Oh God. Uh, it, go go look at it. I guess. Long story short, too long didn't read. Is that she's got a lot of dirt on him and He's, could ruin his life and career. Could it be worse than Tyreek? I mean, he was literally on video or not video recording. Like you should be as scared of me, bitch. I'm like, what the fuck? Like. Right, and Tyreek is still out there. Kareem Hunt is still in this league. I mean, Alvin Kamara is still in this league, and he almost killed a guy. So, I mean. Yeah, so I, I'm not really worried about the NFL in Jamar Chase. He's a star. Right. They will get him to play. Like, that's well, and in, in, it's not making major headlines. So, the NFL's, I feel like the NFL's like sweeping this under the rug. Of course they are, man. They don't want any more negative heat. Well, you got to protect your assets. I mean, literally the wide receiver game is Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson right now. So you can't lose one of your top two wide receivers in the league. So 
Yeah. I mean, but they just suspended Deshaun Watson for a full year and he was a he's a superstar. I know you don't like him. I get it. I don't really, I don't like him either. But he's a I, legit superstar. I liked Watson before. I don't care for him now, but I mean I mean I don't care for him now. I don't care for I don't care for Tyreek. I think he's a terrible person. I mean these guys these are terrible people sometimes, but they play a sport that we watch and fantasy matters and if Deshaun Watson's out there, we gotta play him. Yeah. I I have Deshaun Watson in a dynasty league. So. <laughs> I you know, and he was super cheap last year to um to obtain. Um but hey, Justin, we've reached our limit, man. It's been so much fun having you on. I, I can't believe it's already been forty five minutes. Like talking Dude. to you is one of the best times ever. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Again, people you can find him on Twitter, um Justin Bowerly at Justin Bowerly, correct? Yep. Um you can find out his uh, his articles, right? I'm gonna start reading them. I sub- I saved it, bookmarked it. Where where can you find yeah. your um, horseshoe? Horseshoeheroes.com. Uh, I I mostly cover a lot of like what the quarterbacks are doing right now. So I'm the I'm the one that does all the quarterback rankings specifically for the Colts. But I mean, it's, we, it's quarterback rankings. We, so we before we let you go before because I I wanted yeah. to get into this. You talked yeah. about it a little bit rank. For those of you who didn't read it over, give us a little preview. Rank the top quarterbacks for the Colts. Best case scenario. Now, this is going to be really tough after the Panthers trade, but best case scenario for the Colts is somehow they land Stroud at four. I have Stroud at one, uh, and I want to I want to note that I I went to the combine. I watched all of these all four of these quarter not all four. Young didn't throw three of these quarterbacks throw the ball, um, and actually got to see them perform. I have Stroud at one. I've got Richardson at two for the Colts, which I think is more likely that they're going to end up getting him because I think Houston's going to go with Young. I think Carolina's going to go with Stroud. This could all be... I mean, the draft is in another month. At three, I have Bryce Young. I think he's just too small. I mean, he's literally 204, probably completely soaked with water and rocks in his pockets. And I think he's literally going to have to eat twice the amount of calories he's supposed to every day <laughs> until the draft day. So uh, I'm worried about that a little bit. I'm, n- I'm not too concerned about his height and just his weight. Uh, otherwise, he's a fantastic athlete. And I'm going to hate playing against him twice a year, every year. Four is Will Levis. Uh, he just he didn't stand out at the Combine. And he played in the SEC. And I mean... Everybody is like, oh, well, he played on a shitty team. I'm like, well, what do you think the Colts are right now? So he, he couldn't stand out that much. I mean, he stood out on his team. But he, everybody, he, he, my biggest problem with him is that he said he has a cannon, so he wants to show it off, and he didn't show off his cannon at the combine. He actually got outthrown by Stetson Bennett, which I know Josh is going to love. Stetson looked better than him at the deep ball. His, his mechanics on the short game was gr- okay, but like, I don't know. There was a lot of hype at the start of the combine for him, and then by the end of it, he just he looked mediocre to me. No, well, so, there, there you have it. Um, Stroud, Richardson, Young, Levis. I would floor. be sick if they took Richardson. Not because I'm um, sick for happiness or sick that I'm jealous. Sick for you because I feel that's a bad move. But that's just me. Good for fantasy. Dude is an athlete, though. I yeah, mean, but so was Tim Tebow, yeah. and so was Jamarcus Russell, and so on. He, so, that's the thing I'm worried about is that he's going to be a Jamarcus Russell type. I hope he's more like, to me, he's more like Justin Fields. Dude can get out of the pocket. He's big. He's physical. He can run you over. He he's fast. He ran a faster forty than half the wide receivers did that day. For what that's worth, it's worth nothing. Uh, it, it's not, but I mean, how quickly can you get down that field? Uh, well, Kyler's got great speed. I, I know we're going a little bit long, but Kyle, I just want to make this argument real quick. Kyler's got great stride speed, but he has no quick speed uh, to get out of the pocket. He doesn't have that tw- fast switch, that acceleration. Yeah. So, but, he, but when he gets str- Kyler, when he gets striding, he can stride for days and nobody can catch him. That's He's got such what, legs. So it's just. But that's what I look for in a quarterback, um, if a scrambling quarterback like a Lamar, someone that can get out. Look at someone like Tua. I know he's on a running quarterback. Once that pressure comes in, he he has zero awareness and zero fast yeah. switch movements to get out. And I um, think that's where Young is the best out of the four of them. He he can get out of the pocket pretty quickly. 
and get the ball down the field. I just I'm worried about his size and having an offensive line that's not as great with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ can't really like he didn't run the forty. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't want people to see how slow he was. So I'm worried about that a little bit. Richardson was just the bit the best athlete. He had the best arm of the day. He threw four dots, sixty yards down the field in the combine. He, he to me he was just above and beyond. But I think Stroud gets taken one. So perfect. So uh, if you want to hear more about that or read more about that, go to horseshoeheroes.com. You can find Justin on there writing all the goodness all offseason for the Colts. You can find me on Twitter, Josh Kimmel OUS, where I'll be most likely sharing um wrestling pictures and talking about wrestling and um maybe I'll sprinkle in what in the lightning. And yes, in yes, in the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um I will sprinkle in some fantasy once in a while. Um, again, my podcast listeners go over to the Finns Talk Sports Network. If you, um, and please do me a favor, subscribe, um, hit the like button on our video, and just you know be a part of the network. If you want all Dolphins all season, we have draft shows. Uh, oh, and before I let everyone go, gosh, Josh is going to kill me. He told me to do this a million times. Tomorrow noon to, on this network, we're going to have Benjamin Albright on, me and Josh Wingate noon we're going to be talking noon is like right when the hot spot happens for legal tampering so there might be some breaking news on our show we're hoping that's the case i don't know how long we'll have albright but he'll definitely be on there to start the show and we have a lot of questions so please tune into that um other than that bobby can you hit my music